Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is... Babe. Babe. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> oh my god! My voice Honey. just cracks. <laughs> Shut up! Someone's ready. You know what? I was woken up today by the sounds of not one but two people having sex around my apartment. Ooh. You and Jonathan were number one, confirmed. And <laughs> and then my fucking neighbor, who is getting laid all the time. Was also Ooh. having sex. That girl that just moans her. Oh, I know. I hear that girl she all the time. Is getting she is fucked twenty four seven. She is always getting. Fucked. She's always getting fucked. I and know. I, and she, but she always just makes the same sounds every time. Jonathan, I had to stop though today. Well, thank it, God for that. It smelled weird. Uh, <laughs> it did. Babe. Nothing, nothing happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm just like I'm uncensored and raw. I'm giving the people what they want. I'm giving the people what they need. Well, I kind of wondered why it was like, it seemed like things were going well. And they were going just... so well. And then it was like, I was like, this is just funky fun. And nothing, <laughs> nothing actually happened. Like nothing actually happened. I did not. I actually, sometimes there can be. It's just like a little, it's just sometimes it's a little funky funk and you have, you got to go because I can't, <laughs> the second I smell that, I'm like, my dick just literally like, like commits suicide. Like it parachutes off my body and it's like, neat, neat. And I'm just like, mm. so then that we just had to stop. Well, then you got to relax to the sounds of the low moans. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear her really. I don't. You hear just her. said you hear her all the time. I, I do, but I didn't hear her this. I didn't hear her today. My own, my own moans drowned her out. She loves having sex in the morning. <laughs> she, it's like a club. I've woken up to her this week having sex in the morning three times. <laughs> That's good. Who is she? Have you seen her? I don't know. I can't figure it out because she's in the other building. She's right? in the other building. She's not in our building. She's like across the way. But like whatever, wherever she has sex, the sounds of her love making go directly. Do into you ever my hear apartment. the guy? Never. Yeah, I've never silent. heard the guy. The guy's completely silent, and she just goes, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like over and over and over, and it never builds to a climax. It just stays the same, which really confuses me. And I think she she's does it with it, a probably. she does it with a but why she does it with a window open. Maybe she's masturbating. Maybe that's cool too. But like, I don't. I love. I'm like a live, laugh, love, masturbate twenty four seven. If that's your journey, but like, can I'm trying to like c- communicate to her non verbally and just mentally to like close whatever window because I, I don't. I just Maybe don't want to hear it all the time. Her. I don't care about. I like. I can hear people having sex every so often and generally i like it every once in a while but like i now it's like she needs to either she needs to close a window or she needs to switch up her sex sounds jonathan and i are in an upswing right now because we great we just great <laughs> well no because like every couple we've been together for three years and you know there's 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 dips and valleys and, yeah 
And she's in an upswing too. It must be a horny yeah. time of year. It kind of it feels like it's. <laughs> Hello from the other side. Um. Well, so we got some stuff to talk about today. We do. We've got some stuff. I'm sorry I didn't do the podcast last weekend. Um, mm-hmm. two two reasons. Number one, I I like to withhold. It's in my nature. Number two, uh, I fell down kind of like a K hole last weekend. You got a little depressed. I got a little depressed. I got a little a little pinch of the depressies. Because I kind of figured that you were maybe because I don't think we talked that much. No, no, it was weird. It was like it was because Jonathan was gone. You were gone. And it was um, Thanksgiving weekend. It was Thanksgiving weekend. And also just like my family, even though I love them, there's always just like it's always a little bit of a bummer because we have such a small family and it's sort of just it's a bummer. It just is, and we have that kind of dark cloud of my little brother going away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was just sort of bleak, and then you know, you just come back to the apartment, no one's there, and then I saw Call Me by Your Name, which which I have a lot of feelings about and generally positive, and it stuck with me for days. And it reminded me so much of falling in love because I, I fell in love at 17, like right when I came out of the closet. Yeah. And it was wild. You had like a full-blown boyfriend. A full-blown boyfriend. Well, I had a full-blown boyfriend who was like sort of not – I think we – I mean we were boyfriends for sure. But like he was way more withholding. Like I remember on MySpace, <laughs> I was in a relationship and he was a swinger. And that, uh, was, and that was a big point of contention. Because what the fuck? I was like, Michael, and everyone knew we were together. Everyone. That's weird. No, I know. No, That's honey, rude. he was a little, no, I know. I know. So, a swinger. Yeah, I know. Who did MySpace. he think he was swinging And I like, with? tried to get him to change. I was like, make it in a relationship. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, I love you. Like, literally, like, you know, I had the self esteem of like a gnat. I love like thinking back to a period of time when I used to be obsessed with like getting the Facebook relationship status. Like, I, there really? was, well, there was like, there was one guy that I dated in college that I was like obsessed with and like fell in love with. And my whole thing with him was like, I'm not going to have sex with him until he gets, he puts me in a relationship status. I'm single on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think I have it listed anymore. Yeah. But then he didn't like, we, he did, we got together and became like monogamous relationship or whatever. Uh And then like a couple months later, he like accidentally did it one day. And then I was like, ha And then he couldn't change it because obviously you can't go into the relationship status and then out of the relationship status. Oh, my status. God. But I think, oh, no, it was actually – he actually did it like two months before our relationship ended. Oh, So wow. then that was actually a real troll. That is a real troll. It to, wasn't a couple months. It was like to, a couple years. And then He wanted to give you a little crumb. And then I got the crumb away. and then like two months later we broke up. Oh, that's so sad. I know. I don't know. I, I don't understand people who list themselves in a relationship on Facebook. I just think who cares? Like yeah, it's so it's, it's so beyond. Cares. No one fucking cares. No. But um, it was a big deal when I was 17. Swinger. Big deal. I can't get and over swinger. I know because, you know, that was one of the options and it was really hurtful. It turns out he was a swinger <laughs> kind of because I found out <laughs> he cheated on me like, like three people at my New Year's Eve party. So then like, I guess he was just being honest. He ate out my friend like Jamora at like my New Year's Eve party. Was he bi? No, he was just confused. He was okay. young, yeah. you know. And then my friend Christy was like, he tried to finger me once. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, anyway, the point is to bring this back to the babe of it all. When I, when we broke up, I lost my mind. I've talked to you about how I called him teen trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I lost my mind. Like literally like 
I truly lost my mind. And we became, we, I was like, I had such low self-esteem that he was like, want to be friends? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> and even though I was like still so in love with him, we'd like, we'd like share a bed together like every night still. Oh my God. And no, it was torturous. Wait, so how long were you together? Like six months. Nothing. And then how long were you like broken up together? And like still best friends? Yeah. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you Did talking you meet him? about- I don't know if I ever met him, but I remember I think you there might talking have been some about overlap. him all the time when we first met. Babe, he was like, he haunted me. I can, He haunted me. I remember. And to this day, he still annoys me because he won't follow me on social media. Like, he like won't. And then I I wrote about him in my book. I was like, can I send you a copy of my book? You're in it. Spoiler, like, sorry. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. And then I sent it to him and I was like, hey, have you got any? He goes, oh, I haven't checked. Oh, yeah, I guess I got it. Like, he always finds ways to make me feel so small. Yeah. And like, still to this day, he like trolls me a little bit. And, but like, I truly lost my mind. He, I think he's just done with me because I was crazy. And, like, what did you do to him? Well, this one time, <laughs> this one time, this was really psychotic. I think I repressed this and it, br- I, it brought it back up because it called me by your name. I called him and I was like, good news, we're going to Paris. <laughs> He was like, what are you talking about? You love like trying to do an international trip with a boyfriend. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I bought us tickets to Paris. And then judging by how he reacted, I would have actually bought tickets to Paris so we could have gone. Oh, so you didn't have them. No, I did not. You were just dipping a toe in the water. I was seeing like what the temperature was (laughs) and like if he wanted to go to Paris with me. And he was like, cool, I guess. But he was just like weirded out because he was like, what are you doing? Buy us tickets to Paris, you fucking freak. <laughs> and then I was like, oh. And then I just like, was like, well. And then I didn't buy tickets to Paris. And I called the next day and be like, I canceled our trip to Paris. I just felt <laughs> like it was too much. <laughs> I mean, I was really, really nuts. And like every conversation was sort of like, especially in the, after the breakup, was like a way to mention him. You know, it'd be like someone would be like, oh, my hair is doing a weird thing today. I'm like, oh, like. He had hair. You know, like, it was just every road, every road led back to him. It was, it was a truly unhinged part time of my life. And then finally, um, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And we stopped being Franz, which I think kind of in a weird way hurt him a little bit because I ran into him at a, I've only seen him once in the last like five years. It was at, uh, a party downtown. And he basically saw me and like ran. Really? <laughs> he was like, Hey, and then just like ran away. I don't know. I'm I'm really curious to see like how he feels. And we have a mutual friend, and she was like, "Oh, have you read Ryan's book yet? Like, had you read it? You're in it." He goes, "No, Ryan is always so much drama." <laughs> I mean, well, he's, he's not, not wrong. wrong. He's not no. wrong. No, I know. But like, and then I remember one of the last interactions we had was like he followed me on Twitter. This is so stupid, but. He followed me on Twitter and then he unfollowed me and I like texted him being like, what the fuck? And he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I just can't do it. Like, I'm sorry. And I was just like, okay. Well, it sounds know. like it was intense for both of you. I think it kind of was. I honestly do. I mean, I think, I think that he's doing the smart thing, which is like, he doesn't want anything to do with me because it's just too charged or something. I, I don't know. There's just, we went through a lot together. We did. I think when you turn into a psycho on someone, it really scares them. Yeah, but but and like, but, but I was especially the one that if you ended had the friendship though. That's the thing, and he was really bummed about that. Yeah, but I was the one to finally pull the plug on him. Yeah, well, he probably it probably. I think when you're the person in the relationship that w- wanted to be the swinger or whatever, mm-hmm. when someone, and then you transition into a friendship, then you have like 
the power in that friendship. Always. He always had the power. And I mean, like, so it kind yeah, of is an ego stroke situation where you feel like you have the upper hand at all times. But then when someone ends that, then there's no upper hand. It's like it's, you're still getting something out of the relationship by being in just a friendship. Right. With someone that like what is in love with you. He's just like that one person that I could never quite get to feel. I mean, it was crazy. When we were friends, it was nuts. We'd still sleep in the same bed. We would wrestle. We would like have huge wrestling like moments where like we'd actually like hurt Tension. each other and like claw each other and like make each other bleed and shit. It was <laughs> weird, babe. It was honestly like looking back, I'm like, <gasps> like it was just slow torture every day. It was just like emotional cutting over and over again. Yeah. And I just remember when anyway, call me by your name, just kind of brought up a lot of feelings about that. And, um, you know, I listened to the soundtrack like every day, which is like, really bleak. It's like all like classical music and like stuff. Sean Stevens. Yeah. And it was just like, I was in like my little emo K hole. I'm better now. It mm-hmm. was just a weird weekend. I'm just like, also, like, the holidays just fucking troll me. And it's, like, my family isn't even that bad. They're very, like, I think the way they annoy me is very run-of-the-mill. It's, like, not, like, our dynamics are not fresh or interesting. I think everyone can relate to the way I feel, you yeah. know? But it just, it just, as I get older, it sort of trolls me because I feel like it's about now making your own traditions as an adult and, like, finding your own family, you know, and kind of separating a little bit from them a little bit. Yeah, totally. I'm like, that's weird for you because I had a great visit home. I know you did. <laughs> I actually did, you which did. was kind which was super shocking to me. Yeah. First and foremost. But like <laughs> I mean I all you can really ask for when you go home for the holidays is that no one gets into a huge fight. Right. And no one like that no one flips out and like there's just kind of there's just no drama. And right. there was no drama. That's crazy. We have to work hard to make no drama because I think... Or do you have to work hard? Well, the thing is that with me and my family is that like none of them care about the things that I care about. So <laughs> Oh, please. Like, no one cares about my... Yeah, no. So I was like at home and I don't it's really... Humbling. It's very humbling. I was like... Because I, I, I live in LA and all the friends that I surround m- myself with in LA and beyond make me feel like a star. <laughs> and like every time that I you interact... Are a star. I am a star. But like my friends make me feel like really special and they like ask me a lot of questions and we like have conversations. Well, yeah. It's called a friendship. I know. And then my fam- I go home and my family like doesn't care. They like no. have never watched Vanderpump Rules. No. At once. Don't, they don't, don't even care to like ask me what it is and like... They don't. It's just like they don't care. Did I tell you my mom is coming to town? And I was like, "Do you want to go to a tipping of Bull and Gray?" She goes, "Can I meet the actors?" And I was like, "I don't know. I don't know." And she goes, "Well, then I'm not interested." <laughs> Lol. And I was just like, "Wow." <laughs> Classic family troll. Classic family troll. Just like, oh, I can't meet Sean Hayes. Okay, bye. Um, but um, tell me more about. Well, I want to hear. <laughs> you have like some funny stories from back home. I had some funny stories. Like, so I don't really talk about politics with my mom. Like, I try and truly stay away from that. Because wait, it, didn't she say something about climate change? You tweeted something. Yes, she came into my bedroom <laughs> on Thanksgiving morning, and she's like, like she's just up in my biz when I'm home. Like, right. she is. Asks me 5,000 questions, comments on everything that I eat. That's my mom, too. And then she, yeah. like, she'll, uh, she'll be like, wow, you're eating so much. And then she'll be like, but you're so skinny. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> she's 
She's like, did you eat lunch today? And like, it's just like, it's a it barrage. Never stops. It's 4,000 questions <laughs> per minute. Yeah. So she like comes into my room and is like fussing around with something. And I was like, hey, what's up? Like, and she's like, well, it's eight, it's 75 degrees outside. It's warm today. And I was like, yeah, I was like, climate change is pretty crazy, huh? And she was like, well, I don't, I don't know about that. She was like, I, I don't know about that. And then like popped out of my room and then, and then popped her head back in. She goes, I just, I just have to say that I don't believe Al Gore and then left. No, she doesn't believe. I was like, uh, there's a reason it's called an inconvenient truth. It's because it's inconvenient. Wait, she doesn't believe facts. I'm like confused. Also, why would anyone lie about climate change? I don't know. Like, what do they have to gain from this spreading this lie? I don't like, ask because, especially with her, I don't really want to know. I don't believe Al Gore. <laughs> I just have to say that I don't believe Al Gore. And then laugh. Great. Yeah. Then don't believe him. That's then, fine. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, cool, it's 80 fucking degrees outside. It's November. Yeah. I guess believe what you want. <laughs> like, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. It was like it was 95 degrees in LA. Yeah. So. That is fucking crazy. TBD. Yeah. And then like on my way to think. So we ended like last time I was talking about like all of our, what our Thanksgiving like day dinner plans and stuff were going to be. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up going to the country club that's next to where my dad lives uh, for Thanksgiving, like brunch buffet or whatever. Uh-huh. And on the way there, my uncle who was visiting was like. You look so. You look just like Ivanka Trump. He was like, "How tall no. is she? She's tall. You're tall too." And then Stop. I just kept saying that, and I was just like, "I just was silent." Really, I was like, "Oh yeah, she is tall." And then, and then everyone started calling me Ivanka. No, and then I was just like, "Lara, stop!" No, but I, I harnessed like a lot of zen, and then I okay. was just like, "Hee hee!" And then, <laughs> and then finally, like they kept doing. It. I was like, "Wow, that joke's so funny. Never gets old." Oh, and then God. I think my aunt finally picked up on the fact that I like did not want to be called Ivanka Trump, and so no. then it stopped. So I was like, "What do they think? Like, you think like they'd be like, oh, I know she's so pretty. Thank you for saying that.' Like, wh- what they think? I'm like, she's a literal monster, she's like demon goblin. Please don't compare me to anyone from that family. Thank yeah." very much something that was actually really nice that happened is my stepmom gave me botox yeah that's great yeah and i was you like, actually it looks good thanks i've noticed like yeah, yeah. she did a great job that's and great. i'd never gotten botox before and i'd always like wanted to try you just look refreshed you i look, look very refreshed you look, your forehead just looks smooth i know it looks smooth and rested i have like uh, a little bit of movement yeah, you can move. Yeah, I yeah. can move. She's really good at Botox, and so and I also was like, well, I can't pay for, I can't like afford it. That's so I really, might as well that's just free. Go. That's really, that's great. No, like, it's like you amazing. saved a lot of money. And my mom, it was like a real family affair because my mom drove me to get it and then watched while I got it. No, yeah. So my mom took me to watch my stepmom. Does your mom get me. Botox? No. Okay. Mm-mm. She's like freaked out by that stuff, yeah. but I think curious enough to where she was like wanted to see of like course. what the deal was. Did it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. Like Love you that. feel like a little prick when the pin when the needle goes in, but it's not like painful. Great. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I was like, it. oh my god, I'm obsessed. So how often do you have to get it now? Well, it lasts for like three to four months, and so now I'm just like, do I need to just start visiting home a lot? Like what? Ju- <laughs> I know. You're like I'm fly. like, I love it here. This is great. And you're like, yeah, you fly Jenny out. <laughs> yeah. So I went to see Jenny, and she has this. Um, new office manager who <laughs> who 
who is that coming out to dinner with us a Glenda, lot? Glenda, the office manager. <laughs> I can't. We can't say her name. Why? I just it's feel such like a I perfect name. Last like Glenda. That. Of course, her name is Glenda. <laughs> Like, of course, it's too perfect. Glenda is a real sweet lady, but she also, <laughs> we're all, we were all out to dinner like the night before I, I was going to leave to come back to LA and like Glenda came to our family dinner, which sure. inexplicably, but she's part of the family. Yeah. She's now like part of the fam. And I was like chatting with Jenny. I was sitting next to her and Glenda at dinner and we're like chatting and stuff. And then Glenda's like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I'm a writer and like, I. Uh, Mostly, like, I write comedy, and sometimes I do, like, storytelling shows or, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, like, a comedian, I guess. And she was like, a comedian? You do comedy? You haven't said one funny thing tonight. And I was like, (laughs) she goes, tell me a joke. Tell me a joke right now. Tell me a joke. And I was like, I don't have a joke to tell you. I was like, I don't really, it's not, like, I don't have, like, like, jokes. You don't have, like, a set. And, yeah, I don't have, like, a thing to, and she was like, really? Really? And then I was like, well, I do tell this like one story about my modeling photo, like these modeling photos that I took. Cause I do, it's like a story that I'll tell live a lot with like a slideshow right. of these like hideous modeling photos I took when oh, I was 19 years they old. Know. And so I was telling her, she, I was like, yeah, I took these like horrific modeling photos. So I do like a storytelling thing, like a slideshow of it. And she was like, really? Let me see. Let me see him. Let me see. And so I was like, Okay. So you like, pulled them up? So I pulled them up on my phone, and then Jenny was like, these were really pretty. These were good. She no. Like, and then Glenda, Stop it. no one really laughed. Like, they kind of laughed, but it wasn't a laugh. Like, it was a, they were like, we don't get it. Like, these are really These look amazing. These are, these are great. No. And then I was like. <gasps> oh, no. And so it was just like, no, I don't, the law was gone. And then I yeah. was like, would anyone in, like, do people. Is that like a Oklahoma thing? Like, is it just an LA thing where, or a New York thing where people understand that those are bad or like what? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, they're fucking. No, awful. they're terrible. They are. They're they're terrible. terrible. Yeah, I know. Maybe they were saying that to sort of like protect your feelings. Like they maybe, thought maybe, but I was like, no. I, I know, was like, you're like, trust you're okay me, they're with them awful. Being terrible. It's I know fine. that they're bad. Yeah, you don't, maybe like, they were trying to spare your feelings. Maybe. Yeah, that's anyways, fucking hilarious. I love it. You haven't said one funny thing all night. She's like, you haven't said anything funny this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, because also, you know, I find that when I'm with my family, I don't, I'm not funny uh, at all. My laws leave the building. My laws, I go through a huge law deficit. I can, my laws die a slow, painful death, and I can't revive them. I had a moment where I was like, I haven't lolled in days. No, I know. My law meter runs so low at family dinners because I'm just like, there's no one that has a sense of humor. I mean, besides my stepmom, who's a comedy writer, and my dad. Like, but my, but my mom, my brother is like, it is a no law zone with them. <laughs> it's like, no laws allowed. It's just, there's no, there's no way to turn. There's nowhere to go. Like, I don't have inspiration. My muse is gone. Like, it's like you just shut down. Well, maybe they'll hear this and then. Oh my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) My mom, like, actually would listen to this. But you know what? I actually feel okay with her hearing all this. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Whatever. And then you can talk about it and have a dialogue. Yeah. Which is actually, like, pretty good. I can, you know, what will really happen is that she'll listen to this and internalize it and not bring it up and. You know, maybe you stuff. can play it and listen to it with her. Oh yeah, should we as a family? Yeah, <laughs> invite your whole family over, and I'll be there. I can come. Oh great! <laughs> and be like, this part's really good. This part, turn it up. <laughs> turn it up right here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know it's true. Yeah. Um, what also, else? no, I want you to tell the story of your, your dad. Okay, so my dad, so my dad's a big drinker. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we went out, like, we went out to dinner the night before we all, like, I flew back to LA and we had dinner at this like place that was like kind of far from my mom's house. And then we drove, he was like driving us all back to my mom's and then he and my sister and her boyfriend who was visiting were like, let's go to this like bar, like next to mom's like blah, 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 blah. So we go to this bar and then my stepmom's like, Jenny, she's like, I have to wake up so early. Like I cannot go out tonight. Like, butch, I need to go home. And like, and I was like, yeah, well, if Jenny needs to go home, maybe dad, she can just take your car and then you can get a ride or something. Like you can take an Uber back. And he's like, I don't want to do that. And I was like, (laughs) well, do you want to drive drunk? Like you always do. He's been like pulled over for drunk driving. I think got a DUI like in the last like five or six years. And then also like (laughs) recent, like in the last two years, like got drunk and then tried to go get like a coney dog at sonic because <laughs> he loves like a chili cheese dog and he drove into the sonic like just drove into it and <laughs> and the cops were called and like in order to like get out of getting arrested for right. driving into a sonic he just acted like a confused old man oh, he's just like what happened <laughs> And they helped him, like, back his car out. And they were like, see you later. Like, sent him on his way. And, like, I was like, Dad, you drove into a Sonic. Like, you don't oh need you don't God. need to drive drunk because you've tried to do it and it's, like, not working not out. Work. So, no. like, just take the Uber. Like, we'll get you. I was like, Sarah, we'll get you an Uber. Because I was like, I'm right. not getting him an Uber. Of course. So he's, like, putting up a fight. And I'm like, Dad, you literally drove into a Sonic. Like, please don't. Like, you're going to take this Uber or whatever. Right. And then Jenny was like, you did drive into a Sonic. Sonic, but you did do that. <laughs> As like a lol. As a lol. And oh then everyone lolled. And then and then Jenny did take his car back. And it's just like it's just like a care it's like caretaking right. at this point. Oh my god. I'm sure there's like codependency and Al Anon would have like a field day with the yeah. this situation. Well you'll but, you'll go. You'll go soon. Yeah, but it's just like <laughs> that was kind of the highest level of drama. You avoided some babe moments. We avoided we truly avoided we uh, we totally avoided. You didn't babe, babe out. No one babed out. I babed out by myself. You babed out by yourself. So what did you do when you were depressed? Nothing. I just like well, I wrote. I did some work. Yeah. And um, I went out every night. I saw friends, mm-hmm. and was that was good. But the days were just kind of. I was listening to the fucking "Call Me by Your Name" soundtrack on repeat, Jeez. and just like like sometimes I think that I like. I like feeling emo. It's not. I wouldn't say what I went through. You this love weekend feeling was depressed. Emo. It was just like. It was emo. I was just like really indulging my feelings yeah. and like really like kind of sitting in them and like basking in like the adolescent angst of that movie. And um, I got some good work done, you know, but, mm-hmm. but it was like, yeah, it was sort of my days. The holidays are just fucking weird. I don't know. It's like I really, really want to start making my own traditions. I think that like I really felt that strongly in the last like two years of like wanting to kind of carve out my own space for the holidays and not be tethered to my family yeah what we do every year Mm -hmm. you know i saw that instagram of you decorating a christmas tree and i thought that you and jonathan had gotten a christmas tree for your apartment no and i was like 
what? No, I like didn't understand. Are you kidding me? Me and the goof troop. There's like no fucking way. <laughs> we would never do that. I was like, that. how did they do this? No. Like, where did they go? They got drive. all these ornaments. Yeah, I was no, like, what? They, I didn't That's even know like that they were this steps. festive. No, we would like melt down. We would melt down. I was that truly shocked. I no. was just like, what? I stared at that picture for like, I was like, where is this in their apartment? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm into the holidays. <laughs> I feel better. I feel, <laughs> I feel better now. You're festive again. A, I need to go to the Grove. <laughs> I've been. It's whatever. I know. It is what but it I, is. I like like a Grove holiday moment. I guess. I guess. It's pretty whatever to me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well. Um, what else? Who's being a babe this week? Um... I don't know. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. For once. For once. I know. I miss it when you were vomiting at your and making it with married men. Remember that two weeks ago? I miss that too. I know, honey. It was exciting. I need to get back to my roots. You need to get back to your babe roots. Are you going to go on dates? Yeah, I'll go on dates. When? Whenever. She says this like it's going to happen, but it's not. You like are so judgy about Laura's, my dating Laura life. tells me, she's like, Let's write a dating book. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Between the two of us, we don't date. I've been in a serious relationship for the last three years. Before that, I did not date. You do not date at all. What are Um, we going to write about? I know how to date. No. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I know that. I know the secrets of dating and what you should do to be in a relationship. Do I practice that? No. But do I know it? Yes. And that's why I would be good at writing a book about it. No. Because I could tell those kinds of stories that show that I... Like, that should prove my point. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> you just don't want to write a book with me, and that's fine. I, don't want to... <laughs> I hate writing books. Well, I like it. You are really good at writing books. I'm terrible at writing books. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it is what it <laughs> is. There's a reason why one of us is the New York Times bestseller and one there of us is, is not. Thank you. Yeah. I'll go on dates. Okay. I just don't like dating apps. I really don't. You I should go very... on a date for babe. Go on a date for babe. Cool. I'll go on a date and then like blah. If I really like the person, then they can like go listen to my afterthoughts about the date. That's problematic for me. You're not going to like them. So it's fine. I miss dating. When did you date? You never I dated, dated for like a month. You dated for a month and you would be like falling in love. And then the person would be like, <laughs> I don't see this going the same place you do. And you'd Are be you like, fucking kidding me. When did that happen? That happened. That never happened. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. That was crazy. But I was stupid. Well, that was I the was, first person was, that you really, I, really liked. I was, that was the first person that you even tried to date. I was emotionally very stupid. Like I, And also, like I just realized that like people would give me like an inch and I would take a mile. Like I was, It was just sad. It was just someone who didn't know any better. I had no experience dating people. So if people would give me a crumb, I'd want the whole cake. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand. Like... I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get it. I was an idiot. I honestly, and, and honestly, like it's funny because when I look back at that, I didn't even really like them. I just what I would do is I would project my shit onto them, yeah, and and would kind of mold them into this person that they weren't, and be obsessed with them. It was just stupid. It was amateur hour. Here's the- 
I'd be so good at dating right now because I just don't like feeling myself. And that would be fun. Well, I did it. Okay, so when me and Jonathan first started dating, I dated all these other guys. And like <laughs> when you and Jonathan started dating, you were a babe. I was. What you, do you mean? You completely babed. What are you I had to like about? you acted like a psychotic person and I had to take you aside one day and be like, get your shit together, Ryan. I know you did, but I also was totally afraid of intimacy and I told Jonathan I had a chemical peel and couldn't go to a party. <laughs> Remember that? I was like, I have a chemical, which was not true. Yeah. Well, no, you like dated him and then would like get, you'd, you'd get really far and then you'd break up. Well, that's what I need to break up. That's what I would do because I was afraid of intimacy. So I would go, I would meet someone, get obsessed with them and then dump them because it was getting too real. Yeah. And that was my, that was my history. But everyone before Jonathan was just sort of not great. So it was like fine. Like I could easily just be like, well, they weren't the one because they weren't. But Jonathan was the first person that was like, oh, he's actually like a really amazing. And if I like throw this away i'm deeply fucked up yeah and then you guys um, have you guys are perfect yeah, we together broke the cycle you did um but anyway so i was at coastal buena last night and i was across the street from that burrito king and i got like visceral flashbacks to when we went to that fourth of july party at chris chris's house <gasps> and chris was a boy that i was swooning after he was so dreamy he's, oh my he's god dreamy. yeah he is dreamy and and um and I wanted to hook up with him and I was like determined to hook up with him that night. <laughs> Ryan would be okay. So back in the day, like when you would cut, cause you would come to LA come for to LA these, for like you'd come to LA for like a month and then we'd hang out and like have yeah. adventures together and stuff. And like anytime that you liked a guy or you set your sights on someone, it was high drama oh, from the jump. It was laser focused. It was like, laser focused, like high drama. Like it'd be like your whole night would lead up to like you, like pushing them into a corner and like, making out and being like then running away yeah, yeah that was my style that was your total style. so and then running away and coming up to me being like i just made out with him i think i really go. like him like let's go <laughs> yeah, I, know. Like, I made out with him i like him but let's get the fuck out of here again, and i totally relate to that because i've been in the same yeah. i'm in the same boat well there's one party we got pretty turned and uh and I, I saw him with this guy that he was dating who was kind of like a MySpace scenester. Like, like this was not 2005. This was like 2011. And this guy he was dating was straight out of like fucking the faint. And <laughs> I, I like saw him. He looked like Hollywood undead. And I was just like, okay, like, I'm like, wait, if he's making out with this guy, then he can definitely make out with me because I'm cuter than him. And I rarely ever felt that way. And so I like took, Chris aside and was like, Chris, I like you. Okay, it's true. <laughs> I, I boy- love the boomers are true. They're, I like you. I like you. His boyfriend's like in the corner and I'm just like literally grabbing by his I didn't hand. realize he had a boyfriend. Well, they were not boyfriends, but they were dating. And I just like grabbed him. Home wrecker, I grabbed Ryan his O'Connell. Hand and was like, took him to a couch and sat him down and was like, I like you. Okay, it's hard. It's hard to be just friends. I was so lit. I was so crazy. And and then I remember, and he was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. This is before you left, because you left, and you were like, do you want to come with us? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. I, and you were like, okay. And Live I swear to God, I wish I had gone with you, because <laughs> this was pre-Uber, and like I was, like, my ride left, I was basically stranded. Yeah. Because there's no cabs that were such a fucking shit show. And so then Chris took me by the hand, and we went to his bedroom, and we started making out. And his boyfriend walked in on us and was like, <gasps> and <he> stormed <laughs> out. And then, like, and then I was like, 
I was like, in my mind, I was like, whatever, we're going to continue making out. And then Chris left me on his bed to chase after his boyfriend. I was like, wait, this is not how I saw things going. <laughs> You're like, why is this happening to me? I know. Like, I was like, like he was why dating is he someone. going after that guy he's dating? I thought we were going to hook up. And then, like a freak on a leash, I just stayed at the house. Like, while he was comforting his boyfriend. I was just, like, in the, li- the kitchen, just, like, eating crackers. And I was like, hey. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my it was, God. It was so an inch. And so then- a lurk. A, a post-makeout lurk. Oh, my God. It was... I was so unhinged. I was 22 or 23 or 24, maybe 26. <laughs> but like, but um, then I tried to get a cab, but there was none available. So I just like wandered down Sunset to that Burrito King and just like kind of walked around for a while until finally I flagged down a cab like oh New God. York style and went home. But yeah, I mean, it was just like being that age was like, I was so, I so did not know how to navigate the world or like navigate relationships or anything. I was so such a novice in so many areas. I just made a lot of baby mistakes. Mm-hmm. I was like a permanent babe. Well, but you have to go through, you have to go through that. In order no, to I know, get but I think I side. went through it more than most. Well, I yeah, was, because you're like an emo, you're yeah, an but emo I also, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're but, emo and high drama. I know, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you love to like put people through the ringer with your drama. It's true. But uh, anyway, it was... Well, obviously, you feel like you'd be good at dating now because you, there are no stakes involved. Like, no. you have a relationship... And there was no stakes with Jonathan. I went on dates every week. I remember, like, I made out with, like, like a guy every week and was like, cool, gotta go. And Jonathan was still the best one. Yeah. And, like, he was like, wait, you're seeing... You've been seeing other people this whole time? He was exclusive from the get. And I was Aww. like... I know, my little cutie. Oh! You also want to pretend that you're, like... You you want to pretend like you're a swinger, but emotionally you're in a relationship. Yeah, too. I know, I know. It's so <laughs> stupid. What Ryan is always being like, I'm ready to like make out. Like I'm ready to go do this, do that. Like I think I'm gonna make out with someone tonight. And I'm like, Ryan, you're not gonna make out with anyone tonight. Like you're <laughs> you have a boyfriend, and you're like, I know you. You're not gonna do that. And he's like, You don't know. I'm gonna make out. Like I just, I I feel it. I feel like we have a vibe, and I'm gonna make out. And then, and then it never <laughs> happens. But you're always trying to be a swinger. I know. I'm always trying to be like open. I'm like, it's like and poor Jonathan's just like, what are you doing? He's so chill about it too. I know. You really do he talk. knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows me, and he knows that I just need to do whatever <laughs> I need to do, and that means just not doing it, but saying I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, like for me, that's almost enough. Is to be like, I'm going to make out. Something. You need like, you I need like need the it. emotional permission. But then you never like take it to the next. Yeah, level. I never engage. Although when he heard that we were going to New York, I feel like there was a part of him that was like, "What are you? What are you gonna do there?" I don't know. Well, I'm sure you'll torture him by being like, "Yeah, right." Yeah, it'll be just us like in robes. I'm not leaving the hotel when we go to New York. Oh, shut up! I don't a know how I'm going to afford to like be in New York. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm to figure that one out. So I'm fine to just. Oh stay wait, in the hotel. we want to talk to people about donating to your GoFundMe for your New York trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like such a mooch because I also was lolling about starting a GoFundMe for to go to Sir on my Are you kidding on my me? other podcast, but like I haven't started it. But well, I for- really i I had kind of an inspired moment where i was like i should just start gofundmes for like whatever i want but you're rich you just got paid shut up 
You want to tell people about that? Yeah, I got like really, really trolled this past week. So Laura doesn't understand taxes. She's never understood No, I've had taxes, a really unclear journey. Which is weird because I've always understood them perfectly. How did you understand them? Who taught you about them? I just understood that you have to get all your taxes taken out because I know myself. And I know that if I don't get them taken out, I will spend all the money. Look, so I just here's sure the deal. It's all taken out. And then I get a fat tax return. When it comes to me and taxes... <laughs> We have a lot of miscommunications. Yeah. And I true I'm not to be like that bitch that's like, no one told me about what taxes are and like how to do them, but no one told me. Like literally I did not know. So when I became Who a did writer your taxes. Uh well Before I just like problems. would go to H and R block and I wasn't making that much money. So I would just go and I but I wasn't a freelance person. I wasn't right. like freelance like self-employed before then so i was just like employed by a company and my taxes were taken out by whatever paycheck and it's just like that's how i live my life and i went to h&r block and they did it and i'd get like a tax like a return but then when i became a writer and i was self-employed i did not know i was just like oh like you get your check and you like cash it and then you no. spend the money no and then like no, you but- worry about taxes i was like worry about taxes later because my entire life is a write-off so i probably don't owe taxes is truly what i thought that's crazy. Well, no one told me otherwise. What? So I was just like, live, laugh, love, spend. And then after a couple of years, I... that caught up with me. And now I'm in the middle of like a true IRS journey, like trying to right these tax wrongs. So, But it's like a journey. And I still like don't – I really am resistant. Like I don't – I'm – very un-American fact about me is that I really fucking hate paying taxes. Well, no, they're horrible. and, and- They're horrible. And I wish, like, as a form – I like to, like – I wish, like, just as a form of protest against Donald Trump, I could just, like, refuse to pay taxes. But the sad fact is that hurts me more than it hurts him because you can, like, go to jail for that. And many people do. So I'm trying – I'm in the middle of, like, a lot of tax drama and I'm figuring it out, which was part of my, like (laughs) – You're a major babe when it comes to taxes. I'm a huge babe when it comes to taxes and the IRS specifically. But so I was (laughs) – my whole mode is like whenever i get paid or have like a big paycheck coming it's like i mentally spend it before it even like hits my bank account so like this i was expecting a paycheck for a project i've been working on for the past year and it was going to be like a good little chunk of money and i was like i was like well after like commissions and whatever like i knew it was going to be so nothing i I knew i was like sick i was like i'm gonna get my hair highlighted and then i just started going down like the i was like I'm going to fix my car. I'm going to get new highlights. They're going to be major. I'm going to like, I was like, I'm definitely going to get a new phone and like started making a checklist. I went to the airport and bought a, I bought the goop magazine in the airport because I was like, well, it's $15, but like I'm getting paid. So it's like, whatever. And like, cause I'm really bad with money. I'm really bad in that way. By the way, and I I know, you know, cause you're the same way. Same way. I'm the same way, but I've been able to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, lucky you. But right. so for me and my no, journey, really, I'm terrible with money. Yeah. Terrible. So I was like, okay, like this, like direct deposit is hitting soon. Like I literally got down to like 22 cents in my bank account. And I was like, it doesn't matter because I'm going to get paid and like got back to LA. And then the direct deposit hit. And I was like, this number is shockingly low. I was like, it was excuse. It was really low. I walked away from this payday making with only 25% of the money from the check because so much was taken out for that's normal. So much was taken out for taxes and then like commissioned to my agent manager. But I truly was like, it was just like the universe reality check slapped me in the face. Like I was like, Oh, I literally had to like, like 
I've been like in mourning for all the things that I thought I was going to buy that I now know that I can't buy. And no, I'm just going to like continue to, to live to, like, my rent. frugal life. Yeah. It goes to like rent. So, um, but like I, so like you make good money being a writer, but, but you can make you, good money being can. a writer. Okay. So like I make good money being a TV writer, but, and so basically I have an agent manager lawyer. They take 10%, 10%, 5% off the top. So even though I take, even though Texas take half my money, 50% of my paycheck, I'm still taught, they still take, um, you know, 10% off of the mate, the, the pre-tax. Wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. So basically kind of what will end up happening sometimes is like my agent will end up taking out half the money I actually make, like 50%. Yeah. Like it's like crazy. It really is nuts. But, um, for me, because I've worked on now three shows, actually what keeps me, in the clear with everything is residuals. Mm-hmm. Residuals are everything and script fees and writing with scripts. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a journey and I can see it's why. It's a journey. Yeah. And like I've this past year and some change has been a real, like it's been a real scrape by of an existence. Yeah. And that I'm like, that's not, that's like the not fun part about being a writer doing this kind of Well, no, because you have to wait. So for example, for example, I got a a job to write this movie for DreamWorks. And um, because it was my first movie, I didn't get paid a lot of money. And I had an agent manager lawyer again. So whatever, I didn't end up making a lot of money from it. But I remember when I got the job, I was like, oh, great. I'll be great. And then I got offered a job to write for this show on VH1. And I remember even thinking for a moment, I was like, oh, maybe I don't even need to do that because I'm going to make my movie, blah, blah, blah. And I'm so, so, it was so insane because it took five months for that deal to close. Five months. Yeah. So it was like, You just can't insane. depend on any sort Anything. of money coming through. Because like, also I spent a lot of this year, like I optioned like years ago the rights to the first book I wrote, White Girl Problems. Right. And I was told by like, all, with that? It's not a, not a whole lot, <laughs> oh, but I was told God. by my agent at the end of last year was like, it, things are looking great. Like it's on track to get greenlit. And when you option a prod, when you option a property and then that property gets greenlit, you get like a huge chunk of money because it's right. like the fee for them owning the rights to your work. And so I spent most of this year being like, that money's coming any day. Like, that's going to be amazing. Like, whatever. Like, live, love, love. And like, what I've really learned is you cannot depend on any, you cannot depend on anything to come at any time because truly everything Everything can change. And it takes so long. And so it's really, I've had to like reframe my thinking as far, it's been good, but it's also been a struggle because I hate being broke and like, it's fucking sucks. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? You've been good at it though. You've been. I've been. I've been. I've know, had to be really scrappy. You've been really scrappy. I've been a scrappy little dog, but yeah. it's fine. But I take you out sometimes. You do. Take you out for nice dinner. You do take me out. It's really nice of it's you. It's interesting. I wonder if us talking about money is like chic or not chic. I don't know. I'll listen. I think it's fine. I'll listen to it if it's not chic. I'll cut it. No, I think it's fine. I mean, it's like a real thing. Yeah. I always am confused about how people. Well, make I, money. I wish people. For me, it's really frustrating because I feel like there there should be more transparency around how people make money. Because I think people get really trolled because they see someone in their field living this life that they can't live, and really, I think it comes from a nest egg and having money to begin with. Like my cerebral palsy money that I got 
really got me, gave me a head start. And it was the reason why I was able to achieve success at like 26. Like, yeah. because I didn't have to work on like a job other mm-hmm. than writing. So I just wrote a ton every single day. And that's what money gives you. It gives you time and it's privilege. And it totally it makes you, it, you're allowed to jump ahead of other people who can't spend every day writing because they have to work. And so they only can work on nights and weekends and blah, blah. And so do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, like even the DreamWorks movie, I do so much work for that, for that job. It was like jumping through 40 million hoops, but I was able to do it because I wasn't working. And I just dedicated my whole existence to getting that movie. And, um, it's just, it's, it's very, very fucked up and it, it's, it's, it's way it's designed in such a way to really kind of like reward the people who already have that privilege. Yeah. You know, having a leg up helps in that. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but whatever, what, are you gonna do? what a depressing note. So I guess <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ending on a depressing note as I per usual, but I will say, I think leaving the wisdom that I'd like to leave you with is just get your taxes taken out. And if you're self-employed, like, Oh, and also wait, I want to know, figure oh. out your tax, like, don't be like me and don't just spend the paycheck. Yeah, don't be a babe. Don't be a babe. Um, I also want to know what people's experiences were um, over the holiday weekend. Yeah. Wait, do we have a call-in number? No, but we have a email. Have people emailed? Uh, a few, I think. They I need have? to check it. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. We should read them on the fucking podcast. Well, maybe we will next time. So if you have – I want a babe – yeah, we want your babe holiday Thanksgiving weekend stories. So email us at babepodcast at gmail dot com. Oh and my god. Sorry. What? I just, read it. just a funny tweet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Someone's done. Yeah, I'm, I'm checked out. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Wait, yeah, so no, please write in. I wanna know <laughs> what? I wanna write. <laughs> This podcast doesn't end until Ryan says it's over. And I want, um, we're going to do like an Instagram eventually. Yeah. We want to build this thing up. Yeah. So find us in iTunes. If you haven't rated us, please consider. Oh, I love all your reviews. I've been reading them. They're on, amazing. They're amazing. Someone said that we're the La Mera podcast and I died. No, I know. But have you read all of them? There's a lot. There's babe. a lot. We have a ton of reviews. But I want a ton more. So if you haven't left a review, <laughs> just leave one. All you have to do is like one sentence and say, just say it's the La Mera podcast. Because I would actually like to have 400 reviews that just say the same thing. With but a five every- star rating. Five stars only if you're going to go less than five. Don't bother. Um, everyone is super funny. Yeah. Everyone's super fucking funny. I love reading all the comments and the, you know, I, what? I love our fans. I love our fans. <laughs> I can, I, I now finally understand when people say, I love my fans. I do. I love my fans. I love my fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just love them. I just want my fans to know that I've loved them for a really long time. And I haven't loved them for a long time. No, but Ryan's I'm starting been to weird, now. but now he's I've been really weird around. and I've been withholding, which is my nature, like I said. It's real. Yeah. But it's like now I'm that you know his relationship journey, you know why he's been such a cagey biatch. What do you mean? Goodbye. <laughs>
Then you wish you could be. She She says all the right right things at exactly the right time. But she means nothing to you, and you don't know why. (laughs) Should I keep that in there? Yeah. Um. So we need. We really desperately. We have an amendum. Amendum. Amendedum. Addendum. How do you say addendum? We need to talk about part two. Well, I mean, we just didn't. We what? realized, huh? Ryan, what? Can you be? Prepared? By the way, by the way, Laura slept on a floor last night. Oh my god, I slept on my friend's floor because he didn't have any furniture, and I slept on a. Sh- <laughs> you hang out with people who don't have furniture. <laughs> I slept on. It was a really comfortable shag rug, and I had like a huge furry oh, pillow and a comfort. Yes, oh, that's good, babe. I didn't sleep on like a bare floor. Okay, you not didn't, a total you didn't freak. Say the shag part. I so. did say that. You hear what you want to hear. <laughs> And judge accordingly. I do. Take responsibility for your actions in this situation. What does your shirt say today? It says, don't follow me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a very, like, topical um, t-shirt in today's climate. It is. I should bust it out more. But also, you should put don't follow me and then write in Sharpie on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Don't follow me anywhere. Don't follow me anywhere. Wait, can I? What? tell you something that i'm doing now that i'm pretty into sure i'm not shaving my armpits anymore that's fine yeah but why (laughs) just because like i didn't shave for while i was home for thanksgiving and prior to that it had been a week and then my armpit hair started growing and i'm like weirdly really into the way it looks that's so paula cole of you it's very like julia roberts on the red carpet when she waved and had like a full bush of armpit hair who yeah julia roberts didn't do it paula cole didn't do it um who else i feel like most recently miley cyrus didn't do it it. and she like dyed her armpit hair orange which is like taking it to a level that i'm not she always takes it to a different she's not like on a babe journey from time oh i like her oh no i love her but she's you know she she goes she runs the gamut of babe moments she babed but then she like literally went to malibu and fell in love with like that hemsworth again and was fine so now she's like soothed yeah I, I think that it. she like. I think that the pro the personality profile of Miley Cyrus that I've gleaned from like her output is that she is lit when she's single. She's like unhinged when she's single, but when she's in a relationship, she's anchored. She needs like the grounding force. She of needs a the grounding of a Hemsworth, which who doesn't? Uh, I need that. I need ground me. <laughs> <laughs> ground me. But yeah, it's kind of like a cool sensation. I used to like threaten my ex boyfriend that with like my threat was like if you don't do like what i want you to do or if like you do this i'm gonna grow up my armpit hair and like that'll just be my status Mm -hmm. but now i realize that it was just truly a dream of mine to have armpit hair all along that's great follow your bliss yeah sure how hairy can you get i'm that's what i'm trying to see i'm trying to see if it'll become really hairy and it makes me feel kind of masked well, your testosterone levels are through the roof. <laughs> no, you're, they're not. Your testes my, are high. You know you what? I'll <laughs> bet if my testosterone, I wasn't taking my testosterone <laughs> medication, that my armpit hair would get fucking oh, gnarly. I bet. I think, yeah. I bet I'm not going to get off that medication. No, don't get off that. Uh, everyone, P.S. that I've told that I'm on it is like, oh yeah, that tracks. Yeah, no, I, when you told me, I was like, that makes total sense. Well, what that i'm just like a high t drama queen like even the way you drive like your truck and like say god damn it <laughs> i don't 
have a truck. Whatever. It's I have like, a Jeep It's Liberty. like truck adjacent. The way you like barrel through the streets of LA, like barrel through playing like I'm your an music. aggressive driver. Yeah, you barrel through I'm and you're like, great driver you're like, God though. damn it. Like you're just like honking the horn, barreling through. It's very testy. Well, now She's I will testy. finally. She's testy. I'll, now I will be able to make up for the testosterone that I'm suppressing. Yeah. With my hairy armpits that also say, "Don't fuck with me" because I'll beat your fucking ass. Sure. But also, I'm very pretty and femme. <laughs> it's a Gemini thing. Oh, you are a fucking Gemini. That's for sure. Honey. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Knock knock. Who's there? Okay, <laughs> so we need to we need to talk declare about, okay, our babe I, of the week. Oh, right, because we never did that. Um. My Babe of the Week is America's favorite bad boy, <laughs> Brian Singer. Oh, you mean America's sweetheart, Brian Singer? <laughs> He's the guy you love to hate. <laughs> Lock him up. What did he do this week that was babe? Well, he totally babed. He left I'm like, his what movie. hasn't he done? He left his movie. He literally left his movie, so he's he's. But didn't direct- he say it's like from a health problem? Well, yeah, he was sick to death over being exposed as a sexual predator. Yeah. Um. Basically, what happened... Okay, wait. So, he's directing this Queen biopic, or biopic, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. as they say in the biz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he just didn't come back after Thanksgiving break. He literally went home for Thanksgiving and was like, no, just not going to return. And apparently, the most amazing thing about this whole thing is that he's done this before. <laughs> he's done this on two movies where he's just left production unannounced and vanished. Yeah, he vanishes. But why? I don't know. But the fact that he is known to vanish from his film sets unannounced, and he also has a reputation for you know molesting um, young boys, <laughs> and he still gets hired to do studio <laughs> film after studio film. Everyone's is actually like, fine. Kind of a law. That it's, is it's a insane. Like, like literally, if a girl, if a if a woman director showed up like late to work one day, like forty minutes like late, if Catherine like Bigelow death with showed pneumonia. Up set Detroit and she was like I'm really not feeling well today they'd be like you have your fucking period you're a goddamn psycho yeah. get the fuck out of you're here you're never working, working again. again literally she like couldn't work for like six years because she had like a cough they'd like, be literally. like Catherine was pretty difficult yeah. I love like Lindsay Lohan literally like all she did was like show up late and party and she's excommunicated for oh, life meanwhile and Char- Brian meanwhile- Singer is like fucking young like fucking children essentially meanwhile charlie sheen like shoots kelly preston in the arm and everyone's like lol love him two and a half men. everyone's like he is silly yeah no it's weird <laughs> we're like quirky. he's funny he's, he's funny. funny hashtag winning <laughs> hashtag tiger's blood he's like no you guys he's like funny he's a comedian he's silly, and like meanwhile he's literally like strangled every one of his wives he's like paid he's off just, like, so many abuse hookers like, he's randomly exposing like men and women to hiv he raped Corey Haim on the set of lucas and everyone's like no literally everyone was like <laughs> at work was like when it was revealed that he raped Corey Haim on lucas everyone was like really charlie sheen they're and like, i'm like how could he they're like charlie like sheen kind of are you sure he's a goofball <laughs> He's a goofball. He's, he's a cuddly bear. He's wild at heart. Meanwhile, like, I'm like, but, and I said to the room, I said, remember when he shot Kelly Preston in the arm and everyone was like, lol, what? And everyone at the room was like, lol, what? Like, they didn't know. Yeah. And I, I was not like, for so long. Like, that is a fascinating. No, he, he, in, in every, every story, he's like strangled all his wives. It's crazy. Like, like every, every woman who is coming in contact with him has like a restraining order. And people were like, wait, Charlie did something bad? I just thought he was like a goofball. Like, literally, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah, he gets away with like literally everything. Murder. He's like exposed countless people. Yeah, like, he's exposed countless people to HIV, like yeah. knowingly, knowing that he had it. Yeah, which is like 
but somehow he truly faces no consequences, which is a very Brian Singery thing to do. Yeah. Well, so, I think it's also he has so much money. Yeah. When you have a lot of money, you can get out of stuff. You can. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> Wear a helmet. That's just the, that's just the truth, and that's mm-hmm. Lara with the truth. <laughs> La- meanwhile, at Lara's corner. <laughs> Lara's corner. <laughs> In my corner, I would say my babe of the week is Timothy Chalamet because... So I saw Call Me By Your Name and I literally was like in love with him. He's the cutiest cutie Little pie. Sweetie. Cutie, mm, just a total sweetie Ooh, pie. Okay, and I also was like... I truly was just like, I need a gay son more than anything in my life. Like You will. You'll will it on them. I need, like, I need to have a gay son. I need you, it. There's no other world in which you don't. There's I don't not a world, understand. There's not a world in which you give birth to a straight white male. Like you just don't. Like your vagina will. Like your vagina will literally reject that. It's like not. It will. It will just. It won't be carried to term. <laughs> like literally. Like it will just be like. Oh no. Like this guy is straight. Like literally. Like get rid of it. <laughs> like you'll just. Like, you'll wake up with like this is so dark. This is you'll, really you'll wake dark. up with like blood clots and just be like, mm, and it's like sorry. I'll be like, oh yeah, I knew it. He's straight and white. <laughs> I'm like, fuck me again. Get me pregnant. I need a gay son. And I just have like. <laughs> and then if like, it's gay, I you give birth like, to like the most beautiful, bushy haired, like angelic child. He like basically I comes. I give birth to like a 17 year old sweetie who's like just about to turn legal. So, and he's already like totally like just a lawler. Oh yeah. You give birth to like someone just like wearing like salmon colored shorts. And, like, <laughs> and be like, hey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I was like really touched by that movie in the sense that I my maternal instincts kicked in and I was like, I need my son to be Timothy Chalamet as Elio yeah. in Call Me By Your Name. And so then I was like, I'm obsessed with Timothy Chalamet. I think he's like a But you know he was in Lady Bird too, right? Yeah. You knew that. I knew that. But I also knew that. I also just wanted to know him as I knew him. And then I was like on a text. You don't know thread, him. I don't. Which is that I don't know him and I can just like project only what I want him to be onto him. So I was on a text thread, like sharing my love with Timothy with two of my close friends. And then one of them was like, do yourself a favor. Don't follow him on Instagram. Because his Instagram is is just a total, like, it's a total like refusal of Elio's vibe. Well, what do you mean? Explain. Well, it's just like. If you love him as Elio, his Instagram is just like him as Timothy, which is like a lit teen actor. Like in what way? Like give just me an like example lit. of posts. Like post. I want to like post. Like what's an example? He like has a post of him holding a strawberry and it says straw booty because the strawberry is like has like looks like a butt. Okay. Th- that's actually harmless. I don't know what you're talking about. That's like playful, fun, like relatable. Like, yeah. I like that. I mean, that's fine, but it's just like... It's like fine. You know what I mean? It's like fine. And I, I just like whatever, don't... Ryan. Like it's something that Timothy would say. It's like who Timothy is. And I feel like you need to accept him for who he is. I'm just accepting. I'm just like, I don't want to follow him on Instagram because I want to view him in he a He dated Lourdes. He's in New York. He was born in New York City. His, his family's all in the industry. He grew up extremely wealthy. Um, Yeah. Dated Madonna's daughter casually. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of probably a nightmare. Just saying. No, I know. And so I want to shield, I want to protect myself from taking any of that nightmare on yeah. and then just choose Smart. to see him as like a total sweetheart. It's all about self protection. Yeah, it is. So I'm <laughs> like, I, this is like my self care journey. You're like, Timothy, no. <laughs> yeah. No, Timothy. <laughs> I no. Do, I truly want to be like, Timothy, no. 
Yeah. But I have to just say, Lara, no. Like, stop talking to me, Timothy. <laughs> stop it, Timothy. Don't think so, Timothy. Not for me. Not for me. Love that. Not for me. Um, but the, I think you're bit. I think Brian Singer wings wins. <laughs> he's fucking terrible. He's gonna be exposed. I mean, he's already been exposed. That's the the, the law about this whole sexual harassment thing is that people that have already been exposed and no one cared, like t- Terry Richardson, are now getting re-exposed and people actually care now. Yeah, it's actually insane. Like Terry, people are like Terry Richardson. No, and you're like, duh. Like, yeah, that was insane when that, all Singer. those articles came out about Terry, and I was just like, this is yeah. disgusting. And like yeah, everyone no was like, curved. whatever. Weird. Valentina was like, shoot our campaign. Yeah, they're like, we love a bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, bad boys also are fucking lame. Well, a bad boy is synonymous with like a misogynistic life ruiner asshole. Like a rapist. A rapist. He's a There's bad like, boy. I just like the bad boys. It's like Charles Manson. Like, I just like it. I like a little daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> I like a guy where like we go out and I don't know where the night's gonna end. Like, can we just like call a bad boy what it is from like, here on a out? A toxic fucking asshole. Yeah. Y'all maybe, maybe bad boys are the new babe. Of bad the boys week. are the new babe. Oh, speaking of another babe, um Brittany posted a video on Instagram. <laughs> Which, which you know, can we just read it? I want to yeah. read it. I don't have my phone. Let me get my phone. <laughs> it truly is bonker, bonkers town, USA. Yeah, right. Only food and I. stop that's what it sounds like i'm like i'm too fragile for like a you you're singing why i have a lovely voice (laughs) (laughs) can we just talk about like her facial journey for a second or is that mean no it's fine i like i think that she always looks like she rolled around in the mud like it looks ashy. It looks weird. There's something going on with her face. I saw a photo of her at like a basketball game with her boo and like her, she literally looked like she was 97 years old. I was like, excuse <laughs> me, when did Britney, like, when did this happen? Yeah. And it's, and mostly what scares me about seeing Britney like that is that I'm one year younger than her. So it's like, what the fuck? How old is she? 34? She's 34. That's crazy that she's only 34 years i know old. I, fyi i think she of her, has lived so many lives i, I know I, like she should be 48 by i now. know i think of her as 48 to 67 and this photo <laughs> was like oh my i was just like it's like mary kate mary what kate looks the 82 fuck? yeah but they're just they've been in the public but i'm like so do long. one does one day you just wake up and your face is like old you'll find out soon shut up no i won't <laughs> you won't no you got Cause I'm freezing my face yeah, in time. Yeah, you put look a, at this. Put a bow on it. That's how much I can move my forehead. That's good, but you're also an actress, and I don't want you to limit your roles. It won't. It won't limit my expression because my stepmom told me I have extremely strong forehead muscles. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's great. That's great. I think that's a good thing for me. I'm sure and for it the is. world. I'm sure it is. Wait, will you look at my face? I'm going to raise my eyebrows in surprise and tell me if one eye doesn't raise as high as the okay. other. Mm, no. Okay, cool. I was worried about it, but I think it's just like a me thing and not a really true thing. Okay. Oh, that sums up, a- <laughs> sums up a lot of things that you go through anyway. Um, okay, so anyways, 
Okay, go ahead. Britney Spears said, I was really inspired yesterday by Madonna's post. She's right. Silence equals death. I don't think that's how Madonna wanted this to be interpreted. By what the way. was Madonna's post? Uh, I don't know. I looked and Madonna didn't say anything about silence uh, equaling death. I don't think. I don't understand where Madonna said I didn't said see it, that on Madonna's Instagram. But that's fine. <laughs> she's right. I love she's right. Silence equals death. I want to start quoting people being like, he's right. Blah, blah, blah. And like where it's a quote that they never, never said. said. Yeah. And by the way, I read that initially and I was like, where is she going with this? And I did not know she was going to go here. (laughs) These words really stuck with me because they are so true. I've always wanted to do a performance like this, singing in a pretty little black dress with a simple 360. One take shot. I figured since it was my birthday, why not go for it? So boom. And then like a boom emoji. When the clock struck 12, I did it. Thank you for all the beautiful birthday wishes and for letting me do what I love. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. I read this and I was like, Brittany is living her truth and I'm in full support of her having a dream and then executing her vision. But I just love like... the. Let's listen to her. I love the brain damage that's required for her to make those connections of silence equals death. Yes. And that translates to me fulfilling my dream of singing Fool's Rush In. Her voice is. Her voice is like a slutty baby. It's like the sluttiest baby. By the way, hold on, hold on, hold on. So nothing flummoxes me more than gays that stand for Britney. Like, gays that stand for Britney, I'm like, I don't understand because as an artist, she's really unremarkable. She's She has a terrible voice. She doesn't dance anymore. I mean, she's like a corpse. She's like a corpse held up on stage. And the gays, literally, like, she'll just, like, blink and, like, smile halfway. And the gays are like, she's back. Come back. Well, because like, it's she just, was like, she such... Just, because she was such like a powerful figure during our adolescence. I know. I'm but like, like, I speak for all gay men when I say she was a <laughs> But it's like, it's just funny because they literally like grasp at Coke straws. Like, because it's like she doesn't give you anything anymore. She doesn't. And like, but like the gays don't care. Like, she literally will just like walk to the supermarket. They're like, yes, the queen is back. That's like how fans are of people. Like, Taylor Swift's fans but are like, die hard for life. Freaks me out. Taylor can't fucking dance. If you put Taylor and Beyonce next to each other, these can like I don't know, whatever. I don't know. I just don't think that Britney is like. I thought you like stood hard for Britney in her journey. I mean, I do. I thought you were fighting for justice for Britney. So this is surprising. I feel sad for her. It's like I feel like she's just kind of like still in this weird conservatorship, and we've talked about this. Who? Her. But I thought you, but I thought you were like of the party that it's like stop making fun of her Instagram, like just let her live. I know. And, and then it, you I, turned. I know. When did I'm you at, turn? I'm at war I was, myself. I'm at war you with myself. You are at war with yourself. I there am. was one time where I was making fun of her and you were like, babe, stop. That's actually really fucked up and rude. And she's not the butt of your joke. And then like, <laughs> I was like, uh, anyways. And then you come on this podcast. You have the audacity no, to know. come you here. You know what's funny? Wait, 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 hold on. She also posted this amazing thing on Instagram that was like, my beautiful view during my hike today. And it was just a view of cars. <laughs> To her, it was cars that obscured a beautiful view of mount of mountain. She oh, interprets I, beauty in a different way. I'm just saying, like, I feel bad because her brain is like she got like famous AIDS. You know what I mean? Like, she just her brain turned to like scrambled eggs because she's been famous for too long and she got famous way too young. And it's like she just, it, it's like short circuiting. It's like Lindsay Lohan brain. It's like yeah, but at least like, she's still like making not, money. 
At least she still like works and like has a life and has like a good thing going with her kids. I think to feel sad for her is like putting like projecting a lot of shit on her and maybe she's happy. I want frozen yogurt. I want like a dairy. I want like a dairy queen. Okay. Okay. So hold on. We actually, we've, we stopped the podcast, but don't say like we stopped. Just pretend like we kept on going. Well, oh, you want to lie to our fans? (laughs) You want to lie to our fucking fans? The people that make us live and breathe that's fine you want to be deceitful you want literally to be deceitful? Like, i can be deceitful here's what happens when we don't have a list and we try and record a podcast we have to like we just talk it. about whatever we like talk just about like shit about our families for an hour realize it's dark and that we never declared a babe of the week right. come back the next day to like re-record <laughs> the podcast and like try again then stop and start and stop and start and then ryan has this great idea and it's like Fire it up again. Fire fire up the grill. Fire up the the recording (laughs) devices because I have an idea. I got something to say. Um, No, I want to have a Britney Spears sing-off because Laura thinks that she can sing Britney, but she actually has, unfortunately, a lower register. (laughs) So... Um, she, I don't know if you know. <laughs> look. It's my high T. And Britney, her whole Britney's whole thing is singing in a high pitched, slutty baby voice, which Laura cannot access for which reasons Ryan, that we've already discussed because of her testosterone <laughs> levels. Don't testosterone shame me. Don't test me. Don't test me. I'm um, testy today. <laughs> so anyway, we wanted to have the audience um, at home settle the debate of who can do a better Britney. Yeah. So please tweet at us after this, con- after we both do our voices right. and tell us which one is the better Britney. Okay. Do you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. I feel, I feel bad. It's like, how are you going to, you're going to follow me and it's, yeah, you're going to live in my shadow. Okay. Okay. Take <laughs> Say, <laughs> Ryan, the oh, world maybe, away. maybe. Can I just see? No, okay. you okay. have to do Take it. Take my hand. Wait. You oh, sound like a country western. Wait, I can't do it now. <laughs> Fuck, I was doing a good you one. You were not and now ever I'm, doing it now good. Now I'm on the spot and I'm fucking up. Well, okay. I guess you're not a true Wait, performer. Wait, hold on. Okay. Take. <laughs> Ryan. Okay, stop it. Okay. Take my... I can't do it anymore. Fuck me. I'm scared now. You're freaking me out. You're not being supportive. I'm I'm super supportive. Okay. Take my hand. Only fools rush in. And I can't sing. Only fools... Okay, you know what? This oh is really this is God. fucked up. I'm like actually freaking out right now. Shut up. You're having a babe moment. Fuck you. As we speak. That is not true. I look, I could do it and now I feel shy and that's all there is to that. But anyway, want to do it? Take my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you can't laugh and fuck me up. Take my heart too, but I can't help falling in love with you. That's pretty good. I mean, you you beat me. That's that's I did. Real. Wait, are you going to keep the ver- vertical horizon song that we sang? Maybe. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> you wait. How does it go again? It was good. 
She is everything you, you want. want. He's, He's everything you need. He He's everything inside of you that you wish you could see. He says all the right things at exactly the right time. But he means nothing to you and you don't know why. And you don't know why. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye to you. Okay. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.